I'm going to go ahead and hop, um, go ahead and get started. I'm going to go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you so much for this day. Father, I thank you so much for this season, Lord, where we can just stop and just take some time and just acknowledge you and honor you. Lord, we thank you that, that you decided to leave a place of glory and you came down here on this earth to be robed in flesh and to live a life that we should have lived and, and die to death that we should have died. Thank you for loving us so much that you continue to pursue us even when we run away from you. Even when we don't want anything to do with you, Lord, you continue to chase after us. So Father, right now, I ask that your presence and your anointing would fall over this life, would fall over this fight time over every single lady that's listening right now and every single lady that's going to be listening later. And Father, I ask that your presence would meet her right here in this moment. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, Mandy. Grayson got excited about PJs. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Well, then we, we are kindred spirits because I love PJs. That is why I'm in my PJs right now. Okay, so I'm going to tell y'all a favorite Christmas memory that I made this year. Last year, um, I was getting married around this time. Last year, I got married on the 11th of December, 2022. And um, I've really enjoyed this year because I feel like I've gotten to, um, I guess, celebrate the season a little bit more. Last year, it was like crazy wedding stuff. I was lucky to even put up a tree. My aunt gave me a tree. Her, She was getting a new one, and so she gave me one. And I didn't have any decorations for it. My mom gave me like some little just teeny tiny red ornaments to go on this huge tree that I had because I didn't have any ornaments. Um, we were so busy planning a wedding that we forgot to like do Christmas stuff. And so um, last year, I literally just threw these little tiny red ornaments on my tree. And then my mom gave me some garland and I just like chunked that garland in the tree. And that was my tree last year. So this year I've been having a lot more fun, um, like getting to decorate my house and just really getting to reverence God during this season and just enjoy this season. So it's been a very, I feel like even though it's not technically our first Christmas, it was our first Christmas together this year. So something special that I feel like we got to do this year that we have not done in the past. Me and my husband, um, we woke up Christmas morning and we read the story of the birth of Jesus together. That was super special. And then later on in the morning, um, we got to watch a episode from The Chosen. It's called The Messengers and it is the Christmas story of Jesus. So when we were watching it, it's a beautiful story. If y'all have never seen it, um, I highly recommend you to go look up the messengers um, on, I think it's the Angel app. Um, it's completely free. You don't have to have a subscription. You can just go in and you can watch the story of the birth of Jesus. And they have all other episodes. People sponsor this app so that you can see uh, the story of the life of Jesus. It's really cool and it's really, really good. So I highly encourage you to go see that. But so we were watching this episode and um, in this time, it was kind of going back and forth between the birth of Jesus and the, the present time that they were in at that time. So at that time, Jesus had actually already um, died on the cross. He had already ascended up into heaven. And so the story starts out with um, this man. He's on this like horse-drawn cart carriage thing, and um, he's trying to get into this city. Well, 
the the Romans had their soldiers, I guess, staged at the entrance of the city. And so he actually is hiding Mary Magdalene, who is one of the um, followers of Jesus. She was a woman and she was hiding in this cart. And so she's hiding up under all this hay and he has like some figs and some boxes in the back of the cart so that whenever the Roman goes, the Roman soldier goes to check, he doesn't see Mary. And so, um, again, it kind of just goes back and forth between that present time and then the story of Jesus. So what he's actually doing was he was taking her to see, he was taking Mary Magdalene to see Mary, the mother of Jesus. And so whenever they get there, um, Mary Magdalene is immediately updating um, Mary, Jesus's mother, about what all is going on. So at this time, all of the um, disciples and all of the apostles are just scattered out and they're preaching the gospel. And you can see like all the emotion that's on her face because she's like, it's Mary, it's getting really hard. Um, Paul, they wanna kill Paul. And one of the other disciples, he's about to get thrown into prison, into prison, and it's getting really hard. But, but we're still here, and we're still sharing the gospel. And so my heart just kind of like it convicted me for a little bit because, you know, we live, we are so honored to live in a free country. We we, even though we don't agree with everything that goes on in our country, and we don't agree, um, it's not going you know, probably how it should go, but we do get to worship God out of our own free will. And we do get to share the gospel out of our own free will without fear of persecution or fear of being put to death. And they're here, they're living in a time where they could die. They could be killed for sharing the gospel, yet they're doing everything in their power to make sure that everybody knows who Jesus is and what he did for them. And sometimes I get even nervous to just share my testimony with somebody or pray with somebody. And and I'm not facing any of those things. But anyways, that's not my point. So uh there so she's so Mary, Jesus' mother, is is begins telling her the story of Jesus' birth so that Mary Magdalene could write down and record everything that uh, uh, could record the story of Jesus and then her assignment was to go and to get it to a man named Luke who was um, writing part of the Bible. And so um, they were having to do all of this in secret, of course. And so as I'm watching uh, this episode, I just really felt the Lord say um, that he wants us to finish out this year with the same momentum that we began it with. I know it's really tempting. We just had a bunch of holidays. We just had Christmas. We just had Thanksgiving. We just spent time with a bunch of families. And I'm sure that, you know, even though it's so fun, it can get exhausting. And we have, including today, six days until this year ends. Okay. But it's tempting to just kind of be like, I just want to relax. I just want to sit on the couch and I don't want to do anything. Just leave me alone for the rest of the year. I will meet you in the new year and we'll get excited and and we'll start over. Because in the new year comes with new promises, new year's resolutions. And we just get this like a burst of energy out of nowhere because we're just so looking forward to what the new year is going to bring. But here's the point that I want to make. Jesus came and he was born not in a way that anybody expected him to be born. 
He was born in a stable in a manger. He didn't have any clothes. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever been in a horse stall, but it smells terrible. Imagine somebody telling you you're about to give birth and, oh, I'm so sorry, the hospital, we don't have any room at the hospital. We have this horse's stall and in the back and, and you can have your baby there. And so he, he was the son of God and everybody was expecting the son of God to come in this just miraculous, magnificent way. But when Jesus was born, it's not like everything just stopped. You know, it wasn't like just crowds of people just came to come and welcome him and they knew he was the Messiah and they came to worship him and to praise him. That's not what happened. Nothing just, nothing just ceased. Jesus was born, but then there was still work to be done. He still came here for a reason. He still came here robed in flesh and he had to die as the perfect sacrifice for us, for our sins. He had to take uh, the keys of death, hell, and the grave away from Satan. He had an assignment that absolutely had to be done. And so when he was born, that was just the beginning. There was still work. Same thing with his resurrection. Same thing with his ascension. Even after he performed miracles upon miracles, teaching and preaching to people, after he died and he completed his assignment, but there were still so many people who didn't know who Jesus was, who didn't know what, they, what he did for them. So instead what he did was he gave us the rest of his assignment. And he told us to continue the work that he started. So that's what his disciples did. After Jesus died, after he ascended back up into heaven, their assignment wasn't complete. They continued preaching and teaching the gospel in a time where they suffered immense, immense persecution. And I encourage you actually, at some point this week, go and actually look up and see how the disciples were killed. I mean, that in itself will absolutely humble you. I know, I think Paul was beheaded maybe. I can't remember if it was Peter that was crucified upside down. It was, I mean, it will absolutely humble you. And so this is what I feel like the Lord is saying. We cannot afford to stop the work. We know the truth and we are saved by the truth. But there are so many other people who do not know Jesus or they know him from the point of view of the world. They don't know who he is and they don't know what he's done for them and the freedom and the joy and the peace that they can find in him. So every minute of every day of every hour, time passes by and that's an opportunity for you to share with somebody the love of Jesus. That's an opportunity for you to spread the gospel. That is an opportunity for you to continue the work. Because when you think about it, thousands of years ago, someone somewhere, and it wasn't just the disciples, there were people after that, decided to risk their life, to record the life of Jesus, to preach the gospel, knowing that it was going to result in their death, just so that you could hear it, just so that it could, that truth could save you. It wasn't for them. And if it wasn't for them, 
guess what? You might not would know the gospel. You might honestly not would know the goodness of God. Think about how, how you heard the gospel. Either someone had to tell you, somebody had to invite you to church, maybe to a conference, to an event. Maybe, maybe you're like, well, you know, as long as I can remember, my family's been in the church. Okay, but they had to get there some way, somehow. Somebody at some point shared the gospel and that's how it reached you. I know that this is, I'm not saying at, at the end of this year, you shouldn't rest because it's so important for us to rest in the Lord. It's so important for us to get rejuvenated in the Lord. But what I am saying, I'm not saying don't rest. What I am saying is do not let your rest be in vain. After we rest, after we receive that peace that God gives us, after we receive that energy and that rejuvenation that God gives us, then it's our job to share Jesus with someone else so they can receive that same rest, so they can receive that same peace and that same joy and that same freedom that we feel. I'm going to read um, two verses. I'm going to share two verses with y'all, and I'm, I'm almost done. Um, the first one is Acts 1 and 8. Um, this is actually the last thing that Jesus told his disciples before he um, ascended into heaven that has been recorded. <clears throat> and it says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. That is the same assignment. That same assignment that God gave his disciples is the same assignment to all the ends of the earth. That is the same assignment that you have that God has given you. And this is John 14, 12 through 14. It says, truly, truly, I say to you, this is Jesus speaking. Whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do because I am going to the Father. So God's saying, I'm not physically going to be in here anymore. I am going to the Father. I'm reuniting with my Father. But all the great works that I have done here on earth, that is where you pick up the mantle. That is where you are going. He says, you are going to do greater works than I am. And whatever you ask in my name, this I will do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son, and if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So, our assignment. Take the end of this year seriously. In these last six days of 2023, you have no idea who you may encounter. You may have, you, you have no idea how God may use you and work through you. Even if it's somebody that you don't encounter physically, you can intercede for people. I, I, I said on my last five time, something that I felt that the Lord has put on my heart is to pray for us to pray for each other. And every day I've been making sure, even if it's right before I go to bed, sometimes I forget until the end of the day. But every day, right before I go to bed, I think of someone that the Lord puts on my heart and I pray for them and I intercede for them. Even if I can't talk to them in person, you, prayer has no boundaries. Make sure that some way, somehow, you are continuing the work of Jesus Christ that he has set out for you to do. Rest in the Lord and then share that rest with somebody else. I love you all. Um, I hope that y'all had, had a wonderful, wonderful holiday. 
and I will see y'all all soon, hopefully. Merry, merry day after Christmas to you. Bye-bye, <laughs> y'all.